welcome. Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome to Beach Theory. <sighs> We're back. We are back and better than ever. It always feels good to talk with you, to just sit and talk with you. Thank I you. really, like, I don't think people understand just how much I enjoy being with Michael. Oh. People don't mm-hmm. understand how much I enjoy being around you. And I think at one point in my life, I felt um, it was hard to have you home all the time just because I had my own routine and things like that. But like, no, I thoroughly enjoy spending time with you and I want to be around you all the time. Thank you. It's just fun. And I miss you when you're not around. That means a lot to me. Good. I think that you are my best friend. You're my best friend, too. <laughs> and whenever I'm around other people, I'm always like, man, I'd rather be around Rebecca. She's way cool. Where's cooler. my best friend? <laughs> <laughs> so what's going on? What are we going to talk about today? Do <sighs> you know what we're talking about today? No, I don't, actually. <laughs> You're just like, I'm just here. I was like, we need to film some podcasts. I'm like, okay, what, what are we doing? What are we talking about? I actually have a big list on my phone. I'm going to grab it. Right <laughs> you don't even know what we're going to be talking about. Please keep listening, even though we are very I unprofessional. <laughs> I forgot. I forgot. I forgot. Here, let me pull it up right quick. You know what? I'm going to share a thought. Found it. Oh. Go ahead and share your thought, though. I, I like think your thoughts. This is a little sensitive, but it's something I was just thinking about. Uh-oh. Um, you know, I love my family so much. Like my extended family, my I love my brothers and sisters so much, and it's getting to a point where we're all leading our own lives and doing things outside of, you know, the home we grew up in, right? All together, and I just was thinking about how communication is so key and so important, yeah, in relationships, and I was like, you know, I really need to tell them they don't need to prove themselves to the family like if anybody's feeling left out if anybody's feeling i was thinking about my mom and going to my grandma's house when we were kids and i remember my mom feeling ultra keep going feeling ultra Uh self-conscious and worried and i remember feeling worried at my grandma's house myself because of her like, oh, worry. Oh, if my mom's worried, maybe I should be worried. <laughs> Why do I need... Oh, I'm nervous. And mm-hmm. I remember seeing pictures of my cousins being at my grandma's house and thinking, why are they so relaxed? <laughs> like, shouldn't they be a little bit nervous? <laughs> you know? <laughs> um, and as I've thought about it, I realized, I think she was just worried about um, making sure all of us kids were behaving the way she wanted us to. Um, But she had nine kids, and that's so hard. And I was just thinking, you know, I want to create an environment where we all can feel safe at, you know, like at our house where all of my siblings and all of our extended family can feel safe here and not feel judged, not feel... That makes sense. Not feel uncomfortable or like they have to act a certain way because maybe we have a big house or because we maybe we have more money or you know like i just don't want them to feel less than Mm -hmm. and i want to i feel like in order to help them not feel that way i would have to say exactly what i just said to them right because communication is so important i just i guess 
what I have been thinking about is a lot of the time we all have good intent, but we don't say what our intentions are. We just do what we think is going to get the result that we want, but we don't tell anybody even what our results, what result we want, you know? Mm-hmm. So it just makes things very... So they question very, your motives. They question our motives and, right. you know, it's just it just gets confusing. Like last night with the dishes, I was thinking, why isn't James appreciating me helping him with the dishes this is really frustrating Mm -hmm. why isn't he showing appreciation or why is he grumbling even though i'm helping because he was having such a hard time put some backstory that the oh yeah so he was kids do the jobs around the house yeah and for long for months and months the dishes has been james's responsibility he really struggles with it he hates it like he's violently opposed to it and i think it teaches him how to work and I think it teaches him responsibility and discipline. And anyway, <clears throat> and I, I've been thinking, you know, the other day he was throwing a tantrum about it. And that's when you stepped in and said, OK, we're all going to help you with the dishes. We're all going to work on dishes. Dishes, I feel like are overwhelming. We've never even had a handle on it, even before we had kids to help us with it. <laughs> I might have had handles. <laughs> nope, we've never, ever had like you? a clean. <laughs> I cook. <laughs> you better be grateful you get some food <laughs> anyways um i just like i was like okay i think once and for all we just need everybody to help it with it get it done it's one of those things we've never been able to conquer we've mm-hmm. got to try something new so i was like i'm gonna help with the dishes and i'm gonna have the other kids help too until it's just done which for the past few so this is like the third time we've done that and the past two times is worked really well but then yesterday it was grumbling and why do i have to do the dishes i always have to do the dishes and i was like james we're all helping i'm making a good effort yeah you were washing corbin was rinsing and james was just putting away but he was moving at a snail's pace and he was just so frustrated that he had to do the dishes at all and i was like i don't get this like why aren't you grateful we're helping you know we're all helping we're all doing our part and you should be grateful and not be so upset that you still have to do the dishes because it's so much easier than it was before anyways afterwards i went and got in the shower and i was sitting there thinking and i realized maybe i just need to sit down with him and be like james i'm trying to help you i just care i just want you to be happy and At the same time, I can't take all your pain away. I can't take all the hard things in life away from you because that's part of life. You have to learn these things, you know. But I just, I was like, oh, maybe I should like, and this might not change it, but I think clarifying why we do things is important. Just like I wanted to say to him, and I haven't yet, but, you know, I care about you and I love you. And as you were crying... I had compassion and so I decided I wanted to help with doing the dishes because I want your life to be better. I don't want you to hate your life. I don't want you to hate doing daily monotonous chores even though everybody does. <laughs> you know, like I just want to help. I just want to help. <sighs> and I've had that exact conversation with James from the but my my argument is exactly the same as yours. I want to help you. That's why I'm teaching you the value of hard work because I care. Because he thinks in his mind, he's like, 
you make me do hard things, you must not love me. I'm like, dude, it's the complete opposite. Mm -hmm. I make you do hard things because I love you and Mm -hmm. because I care about you and I want you to be able to accomplish anything in your life. Mm -hmm. And if I never teach you how to work and how to accomplish things. And we've told him that. We've had that conversation a lot of like, you don't understand. If I didn't care, I would just let him watch TV all day Mm -hmm. and I wouldn't make him do any work or any school or Mm -hmm. learn anything and I would just let him play all the time and he'd grow up to be this entitled, spoiled person that doesn't know how to do anything. Yeah. And we've talked about that. We've talked, I've said, you know, I had roommates at college or people that I knew that didn't have, not any of my roommates, but people at college that I knew that that were like, I've never washed a dish in my life or I've never done laundry. I don't know how. There are college students that don't know how to cook. They only know cereal or sandwiches. I would sandwiches actually say most don't know how to cook. Because their parents never make them. Mm-hmm. And they're not doing their children any service by taking away that life lesson. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's our that's our way of parenting is saying, no, these are things you need to learn. <laughs> this is like, not you what I was planning on talking this. about today. Well, <laughs> But maybe it's a good lesson, a good is. thing to talk about. It is. And like, oh, that was the other thing I was like, well... I think the other thing I need to do, other than letting James know my intentions with what I'm doing, because I think knowing the intentions helps you understand a person. Mm-hmm. But other than knowing the intentions, I was like, I think I need to set some ground rules if we're going to be helping him. And that is, you can't grumble. You can't mm-hmm. complain because you're getting the help you weren't getting before. And it can be taken away and you can have the job all to yourself again. Like mm-hmm. this is something he needs to be grateful for mm-hmm. and thankful for. So if he, if he complains and I don't like in the moment taking things out all the time necessarily, like, like I want to have this conversation when we're not in the middle of doing dishes. Of course. So that he can like have time to have it settle and he'll know like he needs to ask for help from everybody please everybody help He'll, me do the dishes you know, he does like, the dishes better when you're not around <laughs> i'm not kidding like there was a time not too long ago i can't remember you oh it was when you were at the girls night you went to go stay the night at your sister's house just like two weeks ago mm-hmm. or, or a week ago and the dishes were piled up high there was a mountain of dirty dishes and i was like james you're gonna do the dishes because that's always my stance like this is your responsibility i expect you to do it period and i think that as long as i as long as i'm consistent in that then he obeys and he didn't want to do it but he didn't throw his typical fits he didn't scream and cry Mm. he did the dishes and he was hungry because he'd been playing all day not doing the dishes and I'm, i'm like okay you can't you can't participate in this unless you do your responsibility you can't have dinner until you're done with the dishes and he wasn't starving, He but he was like, oh, I'm hungry. And I'm like, finish the dishes and you can have as much food as you want. And he did. Mm-hmm. He finished all of the dishes, even the pots and pans. He did a great job. He didn't scream and cry. I didn't have to stand over him and make him do it. He just did it because he wanted food and yeah. it worked. Something I feel like I've noticed with our children is if they have multiple adults around, they will work <sighs> horribly because they'll say well mom said this or well dad said this well ryan said this and they won't do anything but if there's one adult just one it's like they have no choice but to just listen to that one adult and then they'll do that but it's 
it's like they they work adults opinions against each other all the time well this person said this they are justified in that though because they do get it conflicting is, it directions is from different adults i know and that's why i'm like it's good when there's just one one specific direction and no one else can argue it you know you want to know where i learned this method of parenting from your parents yeah mine too when i was a kid that's why i don't judge him so harshly because i'm like (laughs) i did that thing (laughs) as far back as i can remember uh, in my into my childhood and like you've seen from the podcast i can't remember very far back but as far back as i can remember around the age of uh you know seven or eight i started having chores around the house that that were my responsibility to clean this i remember being eight years old specifically i remember when i just right around the time i turned eight i remember throwing an absolute tantrum because i was being made to vacuum and i didn't want to there's pictures of me doing the dishes with my siblings and my little brother it's me and my brother uh matthew and marshall and johnny all four of us boys and i was the oldest but there's a picture of all four of us boys when i was probably nine or ten maybe all the way down to the Johnny who was in a diaper. We were all doing the dishes together. Didn't your mom say, oh, that was set up. It wasn't real. I remember doing the dishes <laughs> like that. <laughs> where one would wash, <laughs> one would rinse, and I would, and yeah. one would stack. I remember doing that. Yeah. And, and that was just the beginning. Like all through my teenage years, the entire cleaning of the house was the kid's responsibility. Mom didn't have a job. Dad never cleaned the house. Period just did not happen that's not like my house growing up right but i now know how to clean up after myself i take responsibility for my things and i think that's a good habit i think that's a good lesson to learn yeah and there's nothing wrong with that i think it's healthy i think uh my mom she would do as much as she could she always too much you know i've seen how much your mom does oh i agree i agree (laughs) But I think I take on what she's done too. Like I, I do, I do it the way that she did it because I learned from her, right? Right. And I think I understand the That's reason. That's why I it's don't just, judge you too harshly. <laughs> good. And you shouldn't judge my mom too harshly either, because she's just doing what her mom did, and her mom's just doing what her mom did. <laughs> and I'm just doing what my parents did. <laughs> but you know, and honestly, I don't see any like. This is better. Like this way is better than this. My family's better than I your do. family. I think my family's better. Oh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> Anyways, um, I I see good in both ways. You well, know? I think your mom is a saint. She's she is she's, she's amazing. Absolutely amazing. But I think that what my mom did. I don't know how she would even feel of us talking about her I don't like either. this right now. She's we gonna weren't talk planning to me on later. talking about this. <laughs> but I think that what my mom did for us in teaching us is so much more valuable than if she had just done it for us, done all the work, cleaned the house, and we never learned that responsibility of cleaning. I think what my mom did, which both of our moms have done actually, is teach the older kids how to do stuff Yeah, really it, well. It's harder to teach as the... <laughs> and then once right. the younger kids come around, it's a lot harder to, to teach them, especially when you already have older kids that know how to do it. We're like, well, why would I ask this younger kid to do it when the older kid knows how to do it? They're just going to do it forever now. And it's way more work to teach the younger kids how to do it, especially because the younger kids it, tend to get a, away it, with a little bit more. It's not more work to teach the younger kids. It's just a lot of work, period. 
And once you've put in that work to teach the older kids, you don't want to do it again. <laughs> you're well, tired. But that applies. <laughs> and what's interesting is both of us come from families with nine kids. Right. And I would say that applies to like 90% of the things. Of anything. Like, I think the older kids just got disciplined more. But I think even in our family, with our kids, that's the same way too. Sure. Um, just because there are guinea pigs, which is sad. But then the younger kids kind of just, they get away with more. And I'm not saying they're bad. I'm not saying they're spoiled. I, I, what I am saying, though, is that parents get tired and realize their priorities of what's important and what's not. And they right. let go of the things that they feel are not important. That is true. But also, the younger kids have a role model that they can follow. And if you've disciplined the older kids properly <laughs> and they're obedient in the areas that matter, then the younger kids will typically just follow suit versus the older kids that have no role model. And so they're kind yeah. of like, Whoa. I don't know what's acceptable and what's not. <laughs> and so you have to like get them on the right path so that they can now, that's the new culture for the family. Yeah. You know when you make a YouTube video <laughs> and you are like, I wonder what people's opinions are going to be on <laughs> circumcision or whatever, something like super controversial. That's how I feel like with what we're talking about right now. I feel like every person that's listening probably has a very opinionated stance. They're allowed. <laughs> Anybody can have any opinion they want. But the point is, this is beach theory. <laughs> this is our opinion. This is our lessons yeah. learned. And you can take it or leave it. But this is what we believe. And yeah. this is what we this feel, whether you like it or not. This is how we're navigating life right now. So. And honestly, I think that there's value in this method. Yeah. I think that kids well, of course, don't like it. You do the things you do I because you think you're right. <laughs> can, I can honestly say I hated it as a kid. Mm -hmm. Like I was not happy that I had to wash the dishes and clean the garage and clean the yard. Like I had to clean up other kids' messes that mm -hmm. weren't my messes, right? I hated it. Mm -hmm. But looking back now as an adult, I can honestly say I learned a lot and that, that, val that lesson is valuable and I appreciate that lesson. You know why? Because the lesson you learned is how to make other people do it now. No. You don't do it now. <laughs> no, because think about <laughs> think about how hard we work on our projects. Mm -hmm. You know, think about how, how, like, for me to do this hard thing, it's like, no, I can do that. because I I've, think James would feel the exact same way. At any given point, he would love to do things that make him money. He loves feeling so that I. productive. Yeah. He loves feeling... Um, that he, what that what he's doing is actually giving something getting he's getting something back mm -hmm. like as soon as he does it basically like lemonade stand he would do that any day well, yeah. but he hates the monotonous day-to-day -day chores that someday he's gonna make sure his kids do and he never has to touch again just like you <laughs> and he'll and he'll be like dad high five Thanks for You're teaching me. You're such a great dad. <laughs> such good work. <laughs> if he heard that, he'd be like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> and I keep telling him, dude, you're going to appreciate this one day. Like when you're all the grown Yeah, because up, he's going to learn gonna how not me. to do it. Then <laughs> he's going to push it on That's everyone else. That's not why. <laughs> I'm serious. That is not why. <laughs> I'm not like kids do the jobs because I don't want to do it. And now you're my slaves. That's but not wait, why. But wait, is it? I think I've heard you say that word. No. Word. <laughs> No, it's because I want them to learn the, the value. Bus. It's because I love them and I want them to learn the value of hard work and how to work hard. Like, Good we answer. All, we all have responsibilities as a member of this family, right? <laughs> so we have to film videos. Everybody yeah. participates. I have to make sure they get edited. I have to make sure they get uploaded. I do all the business, everything. Mm -hmm. Do you do that? 
Do the kids do that? No. No. Everybody has their responsibilities. Exactly. I agree with that. I agree with that. And I think that. that's fair. However, this is where we differ. <laughs> Are we having a fight in front of people? <laughs> Tell me where we differ. I'm curious. Well, I feel like like too much is left up to them to figure out sometimes where because you had to figure it out what do you mean like figure out how to clean the yard you know like go Um, clean the yard or go do the dishes but we we think we only have to teach the kids how to do something one time and they should remember it but they don't it takes like five times or or like 20 times okay of telling them over and over and over and over and i feel like that is where I come in and start teaching them still the same thing over and over again, where you have very little patience for that type of thing. Because you're like, I've already told you how to do this. <laughs> okay, I don't understand how we do So that's how I, I guess, I guess I think it's all right to go in and reteach and have them do the same thing over again. And I have patience for that. And I don't think you have patience for that. That's uh, where we differ. Well... If you're what you say is you call it reteaching what i i see you reteaching and i say you're just doing it for them because i know for a fact because i've seen them do it many 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 times successfully that they know how to do this thing and you know because you did that to your mom kids, <laughs> and i did that to my mom kids and i'm saying this from personal experience <laughs> i i've i did it myself very knowingly and I've seen my kids do it, and I know they're smarter <laughs> than that. They manipulate. That's like absolutely. That's they. It, it just comes naturally. I, and maybe it's not every kid. Maybe it's just they come. They got it from genetics from me. Because I, I would whine and I would complain and I would argue to my to death, and I would wear down my mom until she gave in to whatever it was that I didn't want to do or or whatever it is I did want to do, like. I remember intentionally knowing if I say this enough, she'll give in to me. She's listening right now. I know she she's going to call you and you're going to get spanking <laughs> over the phone. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I think a conclusion that we've come to in the past that we completely always forget and then come back to <laughs> is that there's value in both of us having differing opinions oh, for sure. with disciplining Absolutely. and with taking care of the kids totally you know because i mean it's it's good that we have a good cop bad cop situation because yeah. sometimes the kids need a good cop that they can cry there like yes they might be the kids might There's manipulate right a good cop too right but i guess that what i'm trying to say is it's good for them to have discipline and like strict parent but it's also good for them to have a parent that they can just cry to yeah. because and i'm not saying they can't cry to me because they can when their jobs are done like i just don't have a lot of sympathy maybe i need to have more but it's still good for them to be able to be like this is really hard you know yeah. just to be able to have someone that they can complain to um to let it out you mm-hmm. know because it is hard well i think it's i know it's hard yeah and i think to tell your kids stop crying you shouldn't feel this i way never or... tell them to stop crying or that they shouldn't feel this way make sure you don't no, Make it I'm sound not, like I'm saying that. I was thinking of somebody else. Okay, well, I, I don't say that. Well, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not saying you say that. <laughs> Be but, careful. 
but I do think it's important that kids should have the ability to express themselves and I say agree. whatever they're feeling, even if it doesn't, uh, you don't agree with it as, as their parent, you know? So that's why I feel like it's okay if they're crying. It's okay if they're sad. It is okay if they're crying and it's okay if they're sad because it is a hard lesson. Even now, like we're going through hard times and I yeah. like to complain and whine. It doesn't mean... I expect anybody to do anything about it. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I just need to vent. And yeah. kids need to vent. I and think our I kids need vent. to know that we do that too. You know, that it's part of life that we need to be able to express that feeling and go through it. Mm -hmm. And I mean, can you guys tell that of all the things we get along with, this might be the hardest thing we've ever disagreed on. Like the biggest disagreement we've ever had is probably just discipline and children and how to parent. That's our thing. <laughs> I think it's because we both care so much. Yeah. If I didn't care, I'd be like, you can deal with it. I don't really care. <laughs> but I care so much. Yeah. I'm so like passionate mm -hmm. about how my kids are raised because I care about them. Yeah. Other, it's intentions, it, right? Yeah. What are, what are our intentions? And I think sometimes our kids need to know that that's... <laughs> you know it goes back to the dishes and james thing like we just they just need to know what our intentions truly are so that they know we're not in it to make their life miserable but that we love them you know mm -hmm. if we love them then we want them to learn things that are important that maybe we didn't learn or that we've seen other people struggle from not knowing right so <sighs> also i think it's good for each of us me and you to know that about each other like because i think sometimes when we're in the heat of trying to figure it all out we might not realize i'm just trying to do what's right for them we both just love them we just want to do what's right for them we want them to turn out good we both we can agree on that 100 <laughs> percent. you know we want them to turn out into good human beings and we know it's a lot most of it is riding on us and we that's a lot of pressure as a parent you know like people don't talk about that a lot about how you know babysitting is not the same as being a parent babysitting is keeping <laughs> a kid alive i know sometimes you'll be like i'm going to the store and i'm home with the kids and the kids are like is that babysitting uh -huh. and i'm like I'm not, I'm not your babysitter. babysitting. I'm the parent. <laughs> they say that to me too. <laughs> Who's babysitting? Are you babysitting us, mom? I'm like, no, I'm your mom. <laughs> it's I don't not babysitting babysit you. And it's your own kids. <laughs> <laughs> but they're just, they've heard that term so often. I think often. that's just the term that they use with taking who's, care of who's us. Who's caring for me? Who's Mommy? babysitting? <laughs> uh, Goodness. <laughs> I wish I, I wish we could watch the show Super Nanny together. Oh, I think that would be a we great We used to watch idea. that when I was a teenager. I remember watching Super Nanny and taking mental notes and being like, she's amazing. <laughs> I remember thinking that I did that too. When I was a teenager, I watched Super Nanny, but I remember thinking about Shinaway because she was the youngest and I was like, what would I do with her? How would I parent? But also, I was a babysitter for a lot of people. Like, I would babysat, babysit I babysat her. my siblings no, all like, the time. It's not a competition. <laughs> I'm, just I'm saying. not saying it is a competition. I'm just saying I also okay. did. <laughs> You're the one who thought it was a competition. I was like, wait, why are you saying that? I thought you were. <laughs> Anyways, it doesn't matter. Um, but I would babysit for people like in our church a lot, a lot of different families and stuff. And uh, 
I remember applying some things that I learned from Super Nanny to that. To your babysitting? What are you doing? <laughs> Sorry. You totally just... <laughs> I was listening. Okay. You stopped talking. You start. You applied it to, to babysitting or yes. taking care of Shinoi? Or was your like, Shinoi's yeah. perfect. She doesn't need any discipline. Oh, I discipline. love Shinoi. Shinoi is so perfect. She is so sweet. What do you think? She's so sweet. And you know what? She my might parents, be a sweetheart. My but parents she's are amazing. I just have to say, your she's parents are amazing and my parents are amazing. That's true. There's nothing, like, other than little <laughs> opinions here and there, like, I wouldn't condemn any of our parents for anything that they've done, especially because they had so many kids. They did the best they could they did. with they where did. they were at. Absolutely. And, their own, and just like us, I, I yeah. know that I'm not the perfect dad, but I'm doing the best I can. Yeah, yeah. Okay? I, I'm just and trying. And I love that. I absolutely love that. In fact, today I was just thinking, <laughs> Uh-oh. what did I tell you this morning? I was like, Michael, sometimes I want to give you a compliment, but I know you're going to be really prideful about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, because you want to compliment me on something that I'm already like. like and he'll know. say something like, I know that I'm amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and so like... <laughs> Hey, <laughs> if but it's then I'm true. like, you know what? I'm just gonna say it anyway, Michael. You're an amazing dad. I know. <laughs> <laughs> See what I mean? He's basically like, um, you know how frustrating it was in Star Wars when she's like, "I love you," and he's like, "I, I know. know." That is Michael to a T. <laughs> uh, that's so, hilarious. Forgive me if every now and then I hold back a compliment. <laughs> No, I I I, rain I, don't the, I let it rain. The compliments flow like he a does. waterfall and out I of my mouth. I need to let mine too. Oh, no, 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 you're amazing. You're beautiful. Oh, you're close to the sea. You are home. so good at that. By the I'm, way, my compliments are unbridled <laughs> because I love you. I love but you too. Sometimes maybe you need it. I don't know. Maybe you don't need it. You you have pretty good self esteem. It's not like you need oh, the compliments. Oh, I love it when you compliment me. Right. I love it. There's nothing I would change about you. You're so sweet. Thank you. You really are. But because you never compliment me, I have to compliment myself. <laughs> and that's why when you do compliment me, I'm like, I already know that. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> well, it's like so at the same funny. time, like I know that my methods might be uncommon or unorthodox, but I also know that they come from a place of love and that they also work. I just know that. And so Which methods are we talking about? Discipline or yeah. giving compliments or like discipline like oh, okay. with the kids making sure they have good like they learn how to work hard and they learn how to read and they learn how yeah. to self-teach, right? Like cuz my biggest thing with homeschool is if I can get them to a point where they love learning and they know how to teach themselves to where they could literally be like, "I want to learn about this." And then do it. Which is something I did not learn until I was an adult. If I can get my kids to know that, I'm successful as an educator. And if I can get them to learn how to have good relationships, how to communicate well, how to work hard, and how to respect other people, you know, then I feel like I've, I'm a success as a parent. And that's, that's literally, like, everything that I do for them is to meet one of those goals. Mm-hmm. I have to specify because I know my parents and your parents will listen do that, your parents listen? I don't think your parents. Yep, yep they do. Okay. My mom does. 
<laughs> I just want to clarify. Hi, mom. <laughs> Hi, mom. <laughs> I just want to clarify that I really do think they did the best that yeah. they could possibly do, and that um, every kid is going to have an opinion on what their how their parents parented, and totally. I'm sure they even have opinions on how their parents parented them. <laughs> As a kid, I was very vocal to my mom about critiquing her parenting oh wow even as a teenager i was like you're doing this wrong and you're doing this wrong and when i'm a dad i'm gonna do it like this <laughs> and, and then she would say when you're a parent you can do it however you and want. you have <laughs> and i am but at the same time like i see james and he's the same way he's like i don't like it way you do this I don't. and then i say when you're a parent you don't have to do that <laughs> yeah <laughs> so now i'm kind of curious to see what he's gonna do <laughs> <laughs> it's like Oh, something, something that I heard your mom say once that um, really kind of stuck with me ever since I heard her say it was she was shocked that, um, and I don't know if this is going to reveal anything, I don't know, but it's, she just said that she had baggage from when she grew up and she wanted, she tried her very hardest to make sure that none of her kids had baggage like mm. she had growing up and it really hurt her that she heard that her kids had baggage and that stuck with me so deeply because I was like, don't we all Sure. like even, even kids in the perfect family have baggage. Well, how they do might you have less? What is baggage? What is ba- It's what is baggage? That's a really good is question. Is baggage it's, just pain from a lesson that you learned along the way? I think baggage. You can have baggage from relationships as an adult. The, maybe the reason why what, the way she was using it was like problems they haven't worked through yet. Okay. Like things, issues that they're still working through, um, and haven't resolved, unresolved things. Yeah. Right. So. Um, Do I have baggage? I don't know if I. Have, I don't I even don't know. know. <laughs> I don't even know. I don't know. Maybe there's times where... I think everybody does because maybe, no one is perfect. Maybe every now and then I have a moment where I'm like, oh man, yeah, I'm still struggling with this thing. But it's not like, it's not affecting my day-to-day life to mm-hmm. the point where it's like I can't function or it's on my mind. Like even right now, I'm like, man, do I even have anything? Like I can't even think of anything off the top of my head because even if I do, it's not that, it's not affecting me that bad. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Well, it's like things you would go to therapy for. What would oh, you go to therapy for? Right. What's baggage to you? You know, what's something that you need to work through? Something that doesn't make sense to you? Something that was unresolved? Maybe I have. Maybe I've just overcome all the things that bothered me when I was younger. I. F- you know what I feel like? I feel like there are so many things that we grow up with and that we go through, and I think. Thankfully, our bodies only allow us to go through one or two at a time. Like, if we do have a whole bunch of things that are unresolved, I think naturally we face the thing that is bothering us the most. Mm -hmm. And then once that's taken care of and resolved, we move on to the next, you know? At least that's how I do it. I don't know if that's... Some people hide from the hardest things. That's true. That is true. And I think it does, it is a learning process, learning how to even go through those and how to work through them, how to, how to heal from them. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it does come naturally for a lot of people. That's mm-hmm. why there's therapy. 
and why so many people need to go to therapy. But mm -hmm. thankfully, I think my mom is just as good as a therapist. <laughs> and I think you're just me, as good as a therapist know? for me. Like we talk through things yeah, to the point where it's like, okay, I feel better now. Yeah. You and know? there's the, you know, the interesting part is I think we agree on everything except for one thing. And that is parenting back and forth. But we at least respect each but other. But we parenting. agree to disagree, and it's it is with respect. Right. So we it's might not, not agree. Like, like you might not look at me and be like, "I agree one hundred percent. That's the yeah. right way." But you can sit back and be like, "That's an that's an option." I I don't know if I agree with it, but I'm not gonna well, take take away your authority. Well, that's where it goes back to. I think it's good to have two different kinds of views. Views. Mm -hmm. Like, and that our kids see that all the time. They see that you can have a different view and I can have a different view, but and we, we can, can still, still get love along. each other, yeah. you know? <laughs> and that's okay. That's a good thing to learn. Yeah. Because I think if we agreed on everything all the time, or one of us compromised to um, do exactly what the other one wants them to, they would feel obligated from the example we set to them. They would have to do it that way. Well, I remember, and I don't, I don't want them to ever feel like they have to compromise themselves and their own opinions, throw their own opinions away to not have them, so that they would agree one hundred percent with someone else. You know, like no, it's okay to have a different opinion. Yeah. Well, this actually makes me want to talk about a totally different subject, um, but maybe I can summarize um, this exact idea of agreeing and disagreeing on different things. Um, when I was dating a girl in high school for two years, we were really, really serious, but we fought and argued all the time because we didn't agree on most things and I didn't respect her enough to appreciate her opinions. Maybe I was too prideful that my way, my way was the only right way. And I think it's, it's really fortuitous that you and I do see eye to eye on most things because it would be a lot more challenging to Absolutely. be in a relationship. And that's why it's so important that when you're dating, and this is kind of where I was like, man, we could have a whole conversation about when you're dating somebody, you know, that's the chance you have to look at what are your values? What are their values? What are your ideals? What are their ideals? Because if you don't agree on most things, then there's going to be some really challenging conversations and arguments and disagreements that, that could pull you apart and take away. It's like, what are, get the best odds you can get. Yeah. You know, dating is a way of finding the best odds for you with being able to stay with somebody for the rest of your life. I don't even think the way that people look matters, you know, at all relative to how important it is that you agree on things. And I have the same opinion. <laughs> Right. <laughs> but that's a co topic for another conversation. I think we should wrap it up just because this has been a really good podcast. Yeah. Super heated. Surprising. <laughs> but, so surprising but that that's what we ended up talking about. Talk about discipline and responsibilities. I and like education. spending time with you. And you know what? I get a thrill. This is going to sound terrible, but I get a thrill disagreeing with you. <laughs> Sometimes. But it's because I know. With our relationship, if we dis if we start to disagree, if it gets too much of a barrier between us, we resolve it somehow eventually. Well, we like, also we won't let that um, become. What is the thing that goes between the tree and cracks the tree? A wedge. Ash? I, it won't be a wedge. <laughs> like it, 
we won't let it get to be a wedge to drive us apart. If it's a big enough topic that we disagree on, we eventually will come to a compromise that both of us feel very 100% good about. And that's why I get a thrill when we disagree because I get this twinge of hope for the future when I know it's going to be resolved. And nothing will get resolved if you don't talk about it. Mm-hmm. That's why I get excited when we disagree because I know it's <laughs> going to get better from here. Mm-hmm. <sighs> now let's fight. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I love you. You're so cute. <laughs> Also, I think finding humor in any situation you can possibly find with when you're disagreeing, not making fun of the other person specifically, though, not Not at someone else's expense, but just finding funniness in whatever situation you're trying to work through is key to to not and not hurting each other. Yeah, not sarcasm. Never use sarcasm because it's not good for relationships. (sighs) You know, when we learned that lesson, I feel like the first time that we truly, truly learned that lesson was was when we started working together on YouTube all the time. Because when you're creatively trying to make something outside of just our relationship, outside of our parenting, outside of everything, and you're being vulnerable, it cuts so deeply if all you get back is sarcastic remarks. Mm -hmm. I would just say... I mean, at least this is a lesson we've learned in our relationship. Maybe there's some relationships that can do it. I don't know. But one of the big lessons we've learned is just don't have sarcasm in a relationship because it's not good for you. The first time I ever heard that was from a quote from like Joseph Smith or something. Him saying sarcastic is like being sarcastic is like the lowest form of humor or something. And I was like, how rude. (laughs) I was so upset by that because we were sarcastic all the time. (laughs) And, And I really was like, I don't get that. Yeah. I don't get that I, because sarcasm for me was my an easier way of talking about hard. It was things. being passive aggressive, right? It was right. an easier way of talking about hard things, and to me, it was helpful to talk like that. Mm-hmm. But until we, and we talked like that all the way up until. <laughs> Go ahead and say say what you gotta say. I'm we ready did. to move on though. <laughs> That's so rude. <laughs> Sorry. We talked like that all the way up until. We had to talk to each other every day, all day with making big decisions with YouTube. And then all of a sudden being sarcastic wasn't so productive or helpful anymore. It was actually counter helpful, counter productive. Right. And so we were like, I think we sat down and we had a conversation like, I don't like it when you're sarcastic. And don't be sarcastic with kids. That's not effective either. Yeah. All right. Let's move on. Let's have another conversation about something else. All right. Are you done with this one? I think so. Okay, good. <laughs> let me think. Just be quiet for a minute and don't interrupt me and let me think if I'm done. Okay, I'm done. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, love you guys. Hey, thank you so much for tuning in to Beach Theory. We really love and appreciate you guys' support. Thanks for listening. And uh, let us know if there's any other topics, you know, any... any, any controversial. Controversial topics or subjects that you and your relationships want us to talk about. Um, I think that'd be really, really fun. I think there's been some conversations we've had um, that we really like talking about, which is how we fight, how we compromise, how we communicate in our relationship. And honestly, we have such a good relationship. Thank you. We really do. We love each other so much, but we also 
disagree with each other and we know how to get past the disagreements and move on and compromise for each other. Mm-hmm. If you guys want to hear more about that, let us know because I love talking about that. I think one of the main I feel reasons like it's why it's very helpful to other people too. Why we have such a good converse, uh, relationship is we're not afraid to talk about anything. No fear. And we both are committed to resolving any problems. Like if mm-hmm. there's something that's bothering you, I care enough to understand it and to resolve it rather than dismiss it. Because it all goes back to what's our intention. Well, my intention is to love you mm-hmm. and your intention is to love me. And so are we willing to do what it takes to make it Even work? when it's a difficult conversation. Mm-hmm. And I think we've both come to the conclusion that yes, we are willing to do what it takes. Because mm-hmm. we love each other. That's right. Thanks, you guys. We love you. Okay, we're wrapping it up. <laughs> Beast Theory. <laughs> <laughs>